0: let's move beyond your comfort zone and into your genius zone, because it's time to tap into the higher wisdom within you, your higher genius. I'm your host, Christy Turley, author of the book, The Intuition-Led Business, serial entrepreneur, and intuitive intelligence expert. Imagine the possibilities when you can make better decisions and create practical and sustainable solutions using the power of your intuition, your higher genius. This is the Higher Genius Podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Felicia Searcy. We're speaking on the recipe to create a life that you love as your highest contribution to humanity. We'll talk about Felicia's six step paint by numbers spiritual success system, how you can use universal laws and the universal field to create the life of your dreams. Why she thinks not having time for visioning, we'll talk about what that means, is like saying you don't have time for gravity. We'll also talk about many other things regarding visioning and manifesting your desires. So for over 20 years, Felicia has worked with people from all walks of life who are seeking the spiritual side of success. She's a highly sought-after international speaker and has shared the stage with some impressive people like Mary Morrissey, Sandra Yancey, who is the CEO of E Women Network, and international motivational speaker Les Brown. Felicia's mastery is helping people create a life they love. Her purpose is her passion to empower you to discover and express your best self as you create the life that you love. She is an award-winning transformational coach, international speaker, author, and minister who has helped thousands create a path for living their dream life. So let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. All right. Welcome Felicia to the show. It is my
1: honor to be here today, Chrissy. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. I'm excited today. So um, let's, let's dive into what got you started in your line of work.
1: Yeah, so, um, so like many of us, right, that we were given uh, uh, a blueprint of life that um, was so dependent on survival. Um, and lots of circumstances in my background of um, you know having um, growing up in a home where there there wasn't a level of skill um, that would nurture that creative part of you, right? that 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 possibility part of you. And so um, life was hard. You know that there was it, my my perception of life became that in order to be successful, it was hard work, arduous. You had to earn it, and don't expect too much. And so my life began to organize according to what my blueprint was, what I what I expected from life, what my assumption was. Um, and, and you know, it was I don't know what happened. Why all of a sudden? There was something that woke up inside of me I was 22 years old where I said there's got to be a better way that I don't think this is how we're supposed to live and it you know it, they say when the um, the teacher when the pupils ready the teacher will appear it was in that ripe place of possibility that fertile ground of "Wow, what if this really could be different where I then began to hear different ways of being, different ways of imagining for myself, um, developing a different way of being with what I call infinite intelligence, the stream of intelligence that woke us up and wove us into existence, Um, began to see that there truly was a spiritual success system that as I applied it consistently caused me to be different in the world different with myself, different with others, different with this energy, and my life transformed. And I began a deep study of how did I do this? How did it work? And I came up with a code, and that as I have continued to work the code in my own life, it just keeps exponentially getting better. And I just became on fire with helping other people realize there really is a different way of living. And it's not just conceptual. It's not just inspiring, you know, because a lot of people, yeah, I believe this. And they get all inspired, but the breakdown happens in, okay, how do I take this and actually apply it where I see a difference? So I've been able to help people really break it down and apply it where they are noticing a difference in them and they're actually seeing a difference in their life. So I'm just like, I'm fire with helping people with this.
0: That's awesome. I can definitely feel your enthusiasm from thousands of miles away right now. So. <laughs> um, okay, so very intriguing, the spiritual success system. I don't know if that's the name of it, but that's what you just called it. So break that down. What What is the system?
1: Yeah, so it's it's what I call my paint-by-number spiritual success system. So So there's a couple foundational pieces before we actually get into the okay. system. So first of all, it's to understand who we are as these breathtaking amazing creative beings it's breathtaking our creative capacity that we are we are designed to keep expanding and creating it is built into our design and that we have all been given this amazing creative gift it's and when when you think about so what is that creative capacity and many people have heard this, this is not gonna be new, but I'm gonna take it a step back. So our creative capacity is our thinking capacity. We are the only species on the planet that we are aware of that has the ability to consciously choose the images that we mentally rehearse in this faculty of our imagination and have the ability to consciously generate feelings that we wanna feel before our facts necessarily give us permission. Those are our two superpowers. Because those, our ability to imagine and our ability to generate feelings has an energy to it. This energy has a frequency to it. This frequency then becomes like the conversation with this invisible field around us where there are waves of unformed energy hanging out, what quantum physics calls superposition. Excuse me, it then organizes according to the predominant frequency based on your thoughts and your feelings that you are emitting this also becomes the magnetizing field around you that you you are a magnet so you're 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 communicating and you're magnetizing many people refer to this as mindset i think i I say that it's way beyond mindset it's a state of being it's the full state of being And here's the thing I want to invite people to think about, because people say, oh, my God, it's mindset, it's mindset, it's mindset. Yes, that's an element of it. But again, it's full state of being. And when we back off for a second and just contemplate that there was an energy, there was a power that so loved us that gave us this capacity, this amazing gift to consciously and intentionally create. It would absolutely take our breath away and we would dedicate our lives to learning how to use this most potent energy in a powerful, effective, intentional way, understanding that this is the way that we bring our highest contribution to the people around us in our world at large. So the system, right? So if we understand that, then we realize, okay, so there's a system here. First step is to design your dream. Get really clear about what is it that brings you most alive. If we really believe our thinking is what causes our results, then we would realize that we want to be so mindful about what are the mental pictures that we are rehearsing in the theater of our mind, according to the words of Joseph Murphy. And you would begin to start playing with the most potent, powerful, holiest of all questions, which is, what would I love? Understanding that it is love itself seeking expression. And what are those pictures that define that life that when you are in the presence of it, you come alive when you see it? All right, so you have the image. Now, the purpose of your dream is not to get that. You you don't get a gold star when you get it. The purpose of your dream is to invite you to discover more of who you are created to be. It's the catalyst for our own transformation. So the first step is to design your dream. And the second one is to build a relationship with your dream and with the person who created that dream. So um, the step is relate to your results. You learn how to literally zip yourself into the skin of the woman. Two of us are women and men who have already created that. As you're doing that, you are stepping into your best self, which at this point, you're now beginning to express increase. The purpose of our dream is to grow us and to grow our capacity to express increase. So that's step number three, express increase. From that state of being, you now have access to a whole nother level of creativity, intelligence, and you're receptive to ideas that are always here. But now you can see and hear them. And so the fourth step is to activate your brilliance. You're activating your innate brilliance. And as you are in this state of being, not only can you hear the ideas, but that you can consciously and consistently take those actions that are required. Wow, and here's a key piece of this, opening your arms in order to make welcome this new level of abundance that's seeking expression through you. And then the final step, is to have somebody there in your corner. Mastermind with a partner, with a mentor, but the, the, the fifth step is uh, a mastermind component, that we are not meant to do this alone, that we want somebody who believes in us, who's walked ahead of us, who understands how to do it, and has unwavering an conviction that absolutely we can do this. All right, and so the sixth step, right? There's a sixth step, rinse and repeat. I, I gotta come up with a letter to go with the acronym because you came up with the sixth step, which I love. It's rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. This is over and over and over and over again, because you want to hold steady state, that new way of being in order to stay in this consistent conversation with this field around us. That's it in
0: the nutshell. I love it. It's brilliant. Okay. So um, on our previous conversation, we were talking a little bit about universal laws. So how does the knowledge of or awareness of and, and putting into practice the universal laws. How does how does it affect the system or does it not? Well, the whole system
1: is based in universal law. It, th- this is universal law, right? Our uh, the law of um, creation. That our the law of thinking. Our capacity to consciously choose images. Here's and, and here's so so that piece of. How we are the organizing pattern as we are in a relationship with this field of energy. It's that universal field that we are in, in relationship with. And, and there's there's a there's a law of creation that this is how we create. And you know, oftentimes people will say to me, Well, you know, I believe this and I understand this, and they then make decisions based on what's going on outside of them. In that moment, they're, 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 they have conceptually understood it, but if we really understand it, we are applying it even in the face of things happening out here that are contrary to where it is that we want to go and what is it that, that we want to create. So when we understand that there is a law governing our results, then we Become committed to working with it intentionally. People will say to me, I don't have time to vision. I don't have time to vision. You know, that's like saying I don't have time for gravity. It's like you can't turn it off. We're all, the law is we're always visioning. You're always running mental images. You're always generating feelings. You have an organizing pattern. You are always identifying with something. That then becomes the way you move in the world and it's the way that this energy then organizes for you and it's the experience that you create. That's the law. That's law that, that no matter how much we wish it were different, you know, no matter how much we wish that if we just went out here and could rearrange our world out here, then everything would be okay. It's, it's like saying I want to suspend gravity long enough to get, my Steinway piano off the 10th floor, down to the bottom floor, where it can just float down and it can be easy. We laugh at that, right? We know that, of course, that's never gonna happen, um, at least not in the three-dimensional world, but it's because gravity is a law, electricity is a law. The same way with our thinking, that if we really believe that our thinking has power, then we understand that there is a consistent law to it. And we can't make it do what we want it to do, just like we've had to learn how to use gravity for a plane to take off. We have to learn how to work with this law effectively, intentionally, in order for us then to create the life that's actually seeking expression through us. It's not even our life that we're um, seeking to express and create, it's, it's uh, this life force itself seeking expression through us. And and the more we can understand what is it to work intentionally with this energy, the more that we are in in alignment, in compliance with law.
0: I love it. That's awesome. So, okay, you said the whole key to this system is actually applying it. So let's talk about that. How does one go about applying the system? Can we have some real world examples or some tips on how we can integrate some of this we need an action plan so we can not just listen here but actually do something after this yeah
1: and and this is where the mastery comes in right because it's you know so here's the mistake that people will make i i would imagine christy that your your listeners have um created vision boards they've written a vision you know Um, many people will come to me and they'll share, you know, I visualize in the morning, I'm in meditation, and I'm visualizing. And the mistake is that people think that that's enough. It's like, okay, I visualize, now I'm going to put my vision aside, and I'm going to go into my daily world. Remember, what we're seeing, and how we're feeling is the organ. it's the conversation. It's the conversation with this invisible field around us. Thinking about your vision now and then occasionally first thing in the morning it's not enough you have to now literally put yourself in it like like you know i talk about zipping yourself into the skin of the person who's living that life now before your facts give you permission so you ask so there's some very specific questions to work with if i really if this really happened if this if this Result, like um, you know, many of the people that I have the honor of working with, they're building out businesses, or you know, wanting to really bring their best to the places where they're working, or they want rich, fulfilling relationships in the face of challenging relationships. The mastery work is to ask, if this were working out the way that I wanted it to, how would I feel? So, in the middle, let's say that you know you're having a disagreement with your beloved. And, and, and there's been an ongoing pattern of that. And you just wished it were different. Oftentimes people will go to, oh God, if he or she would just change, then I would be okay. Everything would be fine, right? And so in that moment, what you are expressing in the conversation that you're having is that this is not what I want. As you work with this, you want that clear picture of what it is that you do want. And then you ask if it worked out how would i feel and you would feel grateful loving fulfilled abundant you know you're building out a business and 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 your facts are not to your preference and you have your dream and you ask if this all worked out how would i feel and even when You're working with facts that are not to your preference. You are causing yourself to generate gratitude in the situation. You're causing yourself to generate, and I'm using the word generate because it connotes the fact that we have the ability to actually cause ourselves to feel, that our feeling is not dependent on what's going on outside of us. It may sure feel that way, but in reality, we have the ability in any given moment to generate a sense of fulfillment generate a sense of, of deep contribution then generate a, a sense of abundance and so when you are making the phone call answering the email shaking somebody's hand you are in the moment saying what is my state of being right now and and this is where that mastery work comes in because you want to notice if there's that um, that kind of clutch of, oh my god you know, if it's a business thing, this has got to work. I got, a, I got a bill I got to pay. I got to get the money coming in. That's where you want to literally breathe into your being saying, nope, I'm the person who did this. And right now, I'm generating gratitude. I'm generating service. And you cause yourself to come back to it in this moment. The second question that you ask yourself, if it all worked out, who was I in this circumstance? And you put on, and many people refer to it as your future self, so the, the, you know, that's not my word. But you put on your future self. My words are you zip yourself into the skin of that person and you ask, how did that person walk in the room? How did that person have this conversation? And you're gonna sit up, when you see the images of your desired result and you ask that question, you're gonna sit up a little taller. The tone of your voice is gonna change a little bit. There's going to be a more of a solidness in your being and you are going to magnetize very differently coming from that state of being than from the place of, oh my God, I hope this works. So it's, and, and there's the rinse and repeat bit, right? And so it's, it's, it's asking, who am I being and what am I feeling in this moment that matches my desired outcome? And again, the beauty of that is that that's when you're bringing your best self. That's how you put yourself into an even better version of yourself, where now you're serving deeply. And when we're in that state, you know, you're a person of increase. And when you're a person of increase, you can't chase increase away. So there are some very practical ways of applying. And the other thing, carry your vision with you. Put it in your purse, put it in your pocket, put a couple of words on an index card to help remind you to bring you back into that state of being in order for, um, to keep having that image to be able to mentally rehearse. Obviously, there's a whole bunch more that I walk people through. But I think that those are some key things that um, people can get started with.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So you say, you know, walk around with your vision you know, what, what is on your vision? Is it, I'm curious, would you, would you share it with us? I'd like an example or, or maybe you can just, if you don't want to, you can just, you know, speak off the cuff. Here's an example of one, but what does it look like? Are we carrying around a vision board? Are we, is it a treatment? Yeah. So, so it can be a combination of both, but you know, you
1: could take a picture of your vision board, right. And Uh put it on your phone. But so there's two energies. Um, two states of being that I invite people to enter into when you're writing your vision. So first of all, I have people physically write it out. The reason why you want to write it out is because um, one of the, the, the work that I do with people is that we do what's called calibrate it. Every word has energy. And so you want words that when you read them, you feel your whole being come alive in the presence of it, that there's an ex- there's an expansiveness to it. So I encourage people to literally ground it in gratitude. I am so, write the words, I am so happy and grateful. Now that, then you want to write it as if it's already happening, present and past tense. It it grounds it in a a more realer way. There's a better way of saying that. Um, But that it becomes more tangible for you. You can hear the difference when people talk about hoping seeing their vision off in the future and and treating it as if it's happening now because in the invisible realm, it's already here. Everything required for your vision is already here. You just got to become the match in order to, um, have it literally come out of the invisible and start forming in uh, the three dimensional. So I'm so happy and grateful now that, and then, you know, whatever, and, and I encourage you to censorize it. So, um, so for me, you know, it's uh, well, so I'll, I'll use an example of um, uh, vision that came true. Um, so um, I've had a, a, a deep desire to, Want to raise enough money for a, uh, um, an organization that i 'm deeply committed to in order to get invited to go to Africa. You have to raise a certain amount of money in order within a certain amount of time uh, in order to go to Africa, whether it's you giving personally or you're, you're raising raising the money and at my events, I do a combination of both and so um, so I kept seeing myself getting the call um, from, uh, the director as an invitation for going to Africa. And it was, wasn't last fall. It was the fall before last where I had, I had raised in a relatively short amount of time, um, right at $50,000 for this organization. So I surpassed what, um, what the requirement was. And I remember getting a call and said, Felicia, we just want to thank you. And this is not the reason why I'm doing it. Right. But, we want to thank you so much. And, oh my gosh. And, 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 you know, I was mentally rehearsing that conversation. And so when it actually happened and the woman's name was Rochelle and she said, and we'd love for you to come to Africa, you know, that you get yourself over there and we'll take care of everything after that. It was just, it was like, all right, here's the evidence. And it was such a confirmation, right? And we get these confirmations over and over and over again, that not only does it work, It represented who I had to grow into in order to be able to allow that. And then most importantly, Christy, the impact, you know, whatever we're doing, the impact that we're having. So the the vision was I'm so happy and grateful now that I was able to grow my business in such a way that I was able to generate revenue, impacting the lives of others while, um, increasing my ability to contribute highly to this organization to such a degree as evidenced by the fact that I got an invitation to go to Africa. And so just super simple, very streamlined, very clear. You know, I had what that looked like, you know, that snapshot of getting the phone call um, and uh, um, celebrating with it. So it's the line and then you wanna be able to, so that was one piece that was written And then you want to actually be able to mentally sensorize the image where you're literally moving in that image. And I just kept rehearsing it. I'll never forget, I was in Salt Lake City, downtown. Now that wasn't on my vision, right? I didn't know where I was going to be. But I was downtown, Salt Lake City, I was speaking there. And phone rang, and I I didn't recognize the number. Um, Somehow she wasn't programmed into my phone. And it was like, oh my gosh, I just, I I remember tears coming to my eyes. So that's an example of um, uh, what it is The vision. I haven't gone to Africa yet. I got to get, I got to get that on my, uh, in my vision where I'm actually in Africa. I just, it was just, I got the call to go because I, I, I was able to raise the money in order to have that kind of
0: impact. That's amazing. Now that you've done that, what's your next step? Are you going to update your vision or? Oh, my vision is
1: always updating. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so, um, so, what I'm up to now is really increasing my capacity to serve the dreams of others by doing it uh, much more expansively digitally. So um, uh, we've got a goal in my company. We have a vision of uh, impacting 100,000 people around the world and helping them wake up to um, their brilliance, their capability, their possibility, so in my mind it 's like again, you want a snapshot that you 're mentally rehearsing that there 's an image that I play with that i 'm getting with my team and we 're looking at the analytics and we 're we 're looking at the numbers growing and and we see all the different ways that we 've impacted that hundred thousand people and, and we're, you know, we're able to meet in person again and we're in a restaurant and we're raising a toast to the amazing growth that we as a company has experienced, the personal growth that everybody on my team needed to grow into in order to uh, allow that. And we're toasting our achievement and the impact that we're making
0: in the lives of others. So again, I love so that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, and all the two visions you shared, p- particularly, those were really inspiring. And mm-hmm. I think that gives people a really good idea as to what their vision um needs to include, you know, as ingredients in a recipe, right?
1: That's it. And the thing that I would really support people in doing is noticing where you're watering it down.
0: Hmm.
1: Notice where you start back in away because the minute you start thinking something more expansively, That's your life force moving through you, right? Wanting a richer, freer, fuller expression by means of you. There's a part of you that wakes up and will do everything it can to keep you status quo. And most of the population is not aware that this is what is going on. It becomes, well, here's what's realistic, this is what's logical, and they start letting their, their, what I call condition-based thinking, their logical thinking, their practical thinking, chip away at what is it that they really want, which actually turns the flame down on their desire. It waters down your desire. And if you have a watered down desire, you will not have the steam required to do what you need to do consistently in order to achieve it. And it's just not as much fun. You won't go full board for a watered down dream. So just pay attention it's so subtle it's so subtle where people just and without even realizing just you know tweak a little there and back off a little there and, until they've got yeah it's good it's good we're not meant to live a good life you know we're meant to live
0: an abundant rich fulfilling life well how do that's good that's good that you mentioned that pitfall so how do people how do people get to a vision that really inspires them and excites them? And, and that's not bound by the rational and logical thinking. I mean, I would imagine if someone was coming up with a watered down version, they might not even recognize it. Well, most people don't. Yeah. Right?
1: And, and the other thing is, is that people will start visioning and they'll think that there's, they see a way, the, the one way that it's gotta be done. And it's like, I, I want it, but I can't do it that way. Right. Like, um, you know, I had a client who thought that this is what she wanted, but oh my God, all she could see was working 60, 70, 80 hours a week to do it. So the, the first thing I'm going to suggest is do what I call, put the how on hold. Because what happens is is that people start looking at, how am I gonna do this? And that's what begins to water it down, to put it on hold, put that on hold. And then I encourage you, so, so here's what we did together. I encourage you to just stay in the question, what would I love? What would I love? And give yourself permission to start playing with the images in this faculty in the playground of your imagination and test it when i am imagining that life when i'm walking through the routine of that life because our dream has a routine to it and when i when you start imagining like right now this is my routine getting to hang out with with amazing people like you you're part of my dream routine thanks (laughs) so your dream has a routine to it right and when you, when you start playing in the routine of your dream, pay attention. Do you come alive in the presence of it, or are you making it work? And you want to keep leaning in and, and challenging the part that starts constricting and saying, yeah, but what if it could be different? What if, what if I could do this, and what if it could happen this way over here? And you're, and you're documenting, you're noting all along. Um, and staying with it, Christy, um, we—I uh, uh, I did this with this client, Becky, until she was able to actually create her desired result, um, building out her business. Working twenty hours a week, she was working twenty hours a week, so she grew it. Working twenty hours a week, but we had to keep leaning in and challenging the part that was saying "yeah, but, yeah, but." So it's a development of the skill of noticing when the "yeah, buts" come up. And And you stay with it, yeah, but what if I could? and here's the other thing: this is not a lightweight question you're not going to sit down in a couple of hours and flush out and all of a sudden have your vision it's one of the reasons why that um, you know the people that I work with, we just keep digging in to the layers of it because the more aware you are of how this really works, the more you're able to see in those subtle places where you've um Uh, backed off or watered it down or made something okay that's really not okay. And and, and it's it's an ongoing uh, learning process to be able to really hear and notice what is the dream that brings me most alive. So to be patient with yourself as well and stay with it.
0: Yeah. And I think what you demonstrated there in that example is the either or thinking. Yep that we've all grown up with, we've been conditioned to accept, and it really can be and in both thinking. You can have this and that. You don't have to compromise.
1: That's the thing, right? And when we really understand who we are and how we are connected to this indescribably powerful creative force that's moving through us, and the deeper we go in that relationship, you know that sense of communion and companionship, and here's the spiritual element of it, right the communion and companionship with the very power that wove us into existence and woke us up this morning the the more um at home you feel in the question "What would I love?" and the more you're able to recognize where you're withholding yourself and you're withholding love's presence by making good enough be good enough or um Uh, holding back on what is it that you really want? Because again, when we understand that our desire is not our desire, this is not our prayer to the universe. It's the universe's prayer to us. And when we get that, we understand that we have a stewardship and an accountability to really paying close attention to that, which brings us most alive. And you want something that scares you to death and takes your breath away all at the same time, because now you're playing with the big boys or the big girls, you know, now you're playing on the playground of this amazing, expansive um, possibility.
0: Yeah. And you're thinking without limits. You're thinking in that realm of abundance. And um, a lot of people think abundance just means money. No, abundance means absolutely no limits. It's that. That's it thinking. That's where that lives, (laughs) you know?
1: Yeah. And having a clear image sets a definition for you that will then inform who you need to grow into. And, and so one of the things that I encourage people to do is say this or something even better still, because sometimes people will say to me, yeah, but I don't want to limit the universe. It's like, okay, you're, you're unlimited where you want to travel, but you got to point the car in some direction. Otherwise, you're just going to end up sitting in the driveway. Um, So, and once you get there, if you decide you want to do something different, then just turn the car, you get to Mexico and you go, oh, you know what? I don't want to go to Mexico. I want to go to Canada. It's like, all right, you can just turn the car around. Um, But there's got to be some definition somewhere.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I I had a coach that would would talk about that. This or better, you know, in, in ways that are pleasing to me because- you know, I, I kind of liked how she put that in and under grace and perfect ways, which I think she got from Flora Scovel Shin. It's like all these yes. little, little phrases that just, you know, it allows you not to limit the universe. That's it. That's
1: it. Yeah. I know. I didn't know her obviously, but that's, that's the, um, the tradition, what she wrote is the tradition that I'm ordained and head of church for 15 years, um, before oh. I got into this new, new thought iteration.
0: uh, unity. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, that's right. You know, I interviewed someone else who uh, belongs to that church. Uh, You have to look up his interview, Michael Taylor, um, episode 14, I think on masculinity and yeah. Yeah. yeah, Napoleon Hill, Florence Scovel Shin, like a lot of people haven't heard of Florence, but she's right back in those days of Napoleon Hill with when the new thoughts, uh, it
1: was all starting to formulate. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah late
1: yeah. 1800s into like the 1920s and 30s. That's right.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? Over 100 years ago.
1: Yeah, Well, what's so powerful when you think about it is that they were writing about understanding that there was an uh, a creative energy and that and and the power of our thinking in relationship to this energy. Um before there was any any quantum physics to really back any of this up so they just they knew right that napoleon hill knew wallace waddles genevieve Barron, thomas troward uh charles and myrtle fillmore who founded the unity movement they they had a sense of it they knew and they wrote about it and and it's the foundation of what's called um you know mindset work or um law of
0: attraction work now right yeah. That's amazing. It's like nothing new, right? It's been around. It. Yeah. And
1: then you can go even further back, right? That's to right. The ancient teachings.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay. So let's, let's go back to your six steps again. Is there a major pitfall that you would like to share of about any one of those six steps? Yeah.
1: And I, I referred to it earlier. The pitfall is the, the lack of consistency that there's a a need to stay constant with image and feeling, that it can't be a now or then thing, but it's it's a process of literally training yourself to um, be in the beingness in any given moment in order to um, be able to be that organizing pattern. So it's, um, I call, it's the difference between episodic manifestation and true transformation that people will play with this and manifest the house or a parking spot, or, you know, it's like, oh, I believe in this. I manifested such and such, you know, my husband three years ago or, or whatever, like it stopped. Right. And so the pitfall is thinking that you can pick it up and put it down. It's episodic. Mm-hmm. Unders- the, 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 the understanding is that it's always working or always in a conversation with this invisible energy. And so the more you're able to know your dream and your desire and stay steady state, the more consistent and reliable you are working with law. And here's the other important piece with this. The more you're able to truly be in the experience of it, not just get it, but you're able to truly experience it.
0: So would you consider yourself a law of attraction teacher? Or does that? Yeah, it's one element of it, right?
1: It's the one that everybody recognizes, but you can't pull and, and it's actually a misnomer because it's actually not the law of attraction. That's an effect. You're what you're attracting is the effect, the real law is the law of vibration. But but there are there, you know, there's the law of reciprocity, there's the law of sacrifice, there's the law of obedience, there's the law of thinking. I mean, there's, there's a number of laws that we work with, but that's the one that has gotten the most airtime. Yeah.
0: So, so what do you call this? What is this called? When you
1: say this, what do you mean? Like
0: meaning like living this kind of life, like mastering these teachings. I mean, I agree. I think, you know, the law of attraction, it's just one law. There's over a hundred universal laws. And that's how this whole matrix that we live in is engineered. We have, we are living by those laws, like the law of gravity. I mean, that's not one of the laws I'm referring to, but it's like, it's there, whether you you think you know you can bypass it or not it's still there right
1: that's it so so what would i call it
0: i don't know that's a real
1: i've never thought of that i i thought the big idea
0: the, what's your big the, idea yeah
1: so all right. so the big idea is that we are all meant to live lives that we absolutely love so i would call it the recipe to create a life that you love as your highest contribution to the body of humanity
0: there you go there's the title of our episode right there yeah Yay! (laughs) that's beautiful well felicia this has been a pleasure why don't you tell people how they can learn more about you and then let's have you finish us off on a last little nugget of wisdom a final thought that you have to share
1: yeah so go to my website felicia i've got some goodies there that i'd love to share obviously i've got uh stuff that i'd love to pour into you um you can uh Uh, Just read what I've gotten and sign up um, for um, one of my free gifts. Um, You know, and it's just, you know, there's, I I put lots of stuff out just to uh, support you in really coming alive in the thing that you are meant to truly bring forward. So um, the last piece of wisdom would be to trust your desire. Trust your desire. Because it's life knocking at the door of your heart, calling you into more and to understand the power that we wield. Trust your desire and trust your imagination. When you can learn to trust your desire and your imagination, there's not a single thing in your world that will have more power, will have power over you. That is where your power resides in your desire and in your imagination.
0: I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please subscribe and leave a like comment and or review every interaction, whether on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform helps this podcast to reach more people like you. Thank you for tuning in to the higher genius podcast.